0: This is Steve Robbins. Welcome to the Get It Done Guys, quick and dirty tips to work less and do more. Listener Generoso writes in, How can I teach people to write organized, professional, and to-the-point emails? I continually receive emails from students, colleagues, and family members that are unintelligible. We all love email. No, we don't. We hate it. Well, we hate getting it. But we love to give it. And if we're going to give it, let's learn how to give it right because thoughtless email can make a bad impression and even leave your recipients with more work just to get to that email in the first place. But you gentle listener will be above all that. You'll be the amazing person everyone wants to hear from. Did you hear the caps in that? I'm trying to get caps to come across, you know, audibly. If you compose your email from the reader's point of view. Europa is secretly the supreme overlord of the Eastern Bloc, which is a very demanding job to fit in between her day job working in disguise as a cashier at the Green Growing Things plant store. So she's decided to take a well-deserved vacation. She's appointed her son Thomas as Chief Minion to take over her work email account while she's away. Oh, and it's daunting. New receives thousands of emails per day, and they all seem to require an immediate response. Imagine that. And also, they're all so poorly written. Thomas is about to get a crash course in writing good emails— mainly by swimming through an avalanche of bad ones. Swimming through an avalanche, I like that. I'm mixing my metaphors like a sleeping cat in a downhill ski competition today. First, use strong subject lines to keep your reader's inbox organized. When Thomas opens up his email client, he sees only the subject lines of incoming emails. Thousands of subject lines. Gazillions of subject lines, and they all say one thing. Meeting? Meeting? Meeting for what? cries Thomas. Meeting for coffee or meeting for world domination? Or worse, maybe, just maybe it's a status meeting. This subject line gives him no way of organizing the incoming messages. A strong subject line, however, will help. Writing a strong subject line is different from titling your self published autobiography or naming your new tech startup that you assure investors is like Uber for aquatic birds. Bad subject lines are ambiguous. They raise more questions than they answer, or they introduce a new subject without any depth. Good subject lines, on the other hand, are clear and to the point. They summarize the body of the email instead of just introducing it, and they make you look like a star, since your reader knows what the message is about and can organize it wherever it goes in their workflow. Never assume that the reader of your email has any context for your message. In many cases, they really don't. And even if they were supposed to, they might have forgotten it entirely. The subject line, along with your name, is the first thing that someone sees when you send them an email. That alone will decide when, or if, they open it. It's your responsibility as an email master to tell them exactly why you're clogging, excuse me, why you are gently filling their inbox. Make sure that you let the recipient of each email know what the email is about by using more than a single word in the subject line. So instead of coffee rations, Europa's subjects would make a far better impression with a subject line of Increase coffee rations now! Exclamation point. Instead of saying, Outrage, if they took the time to write, Outraged at new manifesto font choice, Thomas would immediately know that stopping the coffee riots takes precedence over font choices and he could deploy the Capitol Police accordingly. Make your most important sentence stand out. Even if they open your email, many people only scan your carefully crafted prose. They don't actually read it carefully. And if that's what they're going to do, make it work for them. When you take the time out of your day to sit down and write an email to someone, there's usually a good reason for it. You have a burning question to ask or some relevant information to pass on. Don't bury your point in a sea of unimportant text. Instead, modify the text formatting to make your most important point stand out. Europa gets hundreds of messages asking her to intervene in her subjects' squabbles. One says, Dear Europa, I hope this salutation finds you well. I am writing to you today to ask for your assistance with a personal grievance I have with my neighbor Zorbach. Last week Zorbach and I agreed to a fair trade in which I swapped two of my pigs for one of Zorbach's cows. Zorbach has already used one of the pigs for a luau. He says the pig was too fatty and the trade wasn't kosher. Now he wants his cow back. Please help. He opens it and Thomas is verklempt. After opening a hundred petitions in the last four hours alone, he doesn't even know where to start. Should he ask why Zorbak of the Eastern Bloc is holding a luau? Should he be addressing the finer points of Pariv? There's a little too much going on in this message for him to skim it and really understand what's going on. You should always be able to boil an email down to one statement or question that sums up why you're sending it. Put that sentence in bold type or all caps. If you're feeling creative and you have no sense of aesthetics... You can even knock the font size up a few notches and change the color of the text to something that will get the reader's attention. Plus, add sparkles. Everybody loves sparkles. No matter where the sentence is in the body of the text, BOLD or ALL CAPS draws the eye. So it will likely be the first sentence that someone reads when they open the email, even if they're just skimming. They'll get the point immediately, and then if they really want the context, they can go back and read the message from the beginning. The farmer's email could have been simply boiled down to an ALL CAPS BOLD sentence that says, Hi Europa! all caps, please confirm that two pigs are in fact equal to one cow.
1: If your child is struggling in school, then IXL is right for your family. IXL is an online learning program for kids that covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. Backed by research, kids using IXL are scoring higher on tests. It's no wonder it's used in 95% of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Plus, a month of IXL costs less than an hour of tutoring. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com slash 20. Visit ixl.com slash 20 to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Hey, parents. Greenlight is here to take one big thing off your to-do list, teaching your kids about money. With a Greenlight debit card and money app of their own, kids and teens learn to earn, save, and invest. You can send money instantly, set flexible controls, and get real-time notifications of your kids' money activity. Set up chores and put allowance on autopilot to reward them for their hard work. Then, learn about the world of money together. Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com podcast.
0: Summarize your takeaways at the end of your email. People are only reading your email because there's something that they need to know or something that they need to do as a result. So make sure they know what that is. At the end of your message, summarize the takeaways in one place. This is especially important if you're in a multi-person conversation. If you're in a thread with a whole bunch of other people and you need each one of them to do something specific, make that part of the list, along with who's responsible for which action item. Now that it's time for Thomas to start issuing orders resolving conflicts, he can at least model this reader-oriented technique to everyone else. So he dashes off a quick email to his underminions, telling them what to do next. First, he chooses a subject line. Today's marching orders enclosed. Follow them or die. This subject line gives enough context for the recipients to decide whether or not to open the email and read it, and notice that in a mere eight words, he makes a very compelling case that this is an email worth opening. Inside, he includes a few paragraphs discussing the day's petitions and their resolutions. Knowing that his underminions will only be skimming, he bolds the single sentence halfway through— To keep our promises to our loyal subjects, you must implement our most esteemed resolutions. And then, at the end of the message, he includes a list of specific action items. Minion 376, colon, To resolve the coffee shortage, we will annex the coffee plantations of Lower Abonia. Tell the generals to prepare the tanks. Minion 853, colon, Set up a propaganda campaign about investing in coffee bonds. Minion 174, colon, Get me a double espresso shot, macchiato. With a simple open scan and glance at the to-do list, every recipient knows what the message is about and what they need to do. Is it any wonder that Europa, and now Thomas, inspires such loyalty in their troops? Of course not. Even if it feels like we send email all day long to keep our fingers busy, sometimes we need the person on the other end of the line to actually respond or do something based on the information we've provided. That is, we have a call to action or a takeaway that we expect the reader to act on. So always put your takeaway at the very end of your email so it's the last thing your reader sees when they go to reply. If you have a question that needs answering, put that right at the end of your message too, just above your send-off. That way, the direct takeaway for your reader will be to answer that question. Writing good email from the recipient's point of view is a key to making a good impression and managing your far-flung empire. Use subject lines that allow a recipient to organize their inbox. Use bold and caps to highlight important points for those who skim. And make sure that your action items are clearly highlighted at the end of the message so everyone knows exactly what they need to do next. Hopefully, Listener Generosa's colleagues will also take the hint so they start to show up well in the world of email. This is Steve Robbins. Follow Get It Done Guy on Twitter and Facebook. I run programs to help people have extraordinary lives and extraordinary careers. Learn more at steverrobins.com or join my personal mailing list by texting "Get It Done" to 33444. You'll also get a free copy of my secret book chapter on how to build relationships that help you succeed. Work less, do more and have a great
1: life. Hey parents. Greenlight is here to take one big thing off your to-do list: teaching your kids about money. With a Greenlight debit card and money app of their own, kids and teens learn to earn, save, and invest. You can send money instantly, set flexible controls, and get real-time notifications of your kids' money activity. Set up chores and put allowance on autopilot to reward them for their hard work. Then learn about the world of money together. Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com slash podcast. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up.